Hello and welcome to the Overdrive podcast with me, Lloyd Bonson, Tim Geddes and Wilf Shepard. And today we're going to be talking about Robert Kubica going back to test a world endurance car recently in Bahrain. And uh, that kind of poses a couple of questions uh, that I think we need to talk about today. Firstly, uh, drivers uh, who uh, race in other series other than their main series. Let's not forget Robert had a fantastic Grand Prix career before he uh, had a serious accident in rallying. Uh, and also, what do we think about Robert uh, getting back into top-line circuit racing? Uh, Tim, over to you to start off with on that one. It's been a long time coming, to be fair. Yeah, Robert's a uh, massive talent and one that, frankly, uh, I personally have missed. He's, uh, he really is an excellent circuit racer. And uh, it's just that tragic accident, I think, that really uh, stopped him getting back to uh, Formula One, really. And I think, as was quite widely known, it's uh, down to basically... His uh, hand injury stopping being able to get the the uh, Formula One car quick enough for regulations. Yeah, absolutely. The, 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 in Formula One, there's a regulation that says how quickly the drivers have to be able to, to get themselves out of the car. And because of the limited movement on his uh, on his hand, he, uh, on his arm, he's unable to meet that, uh, that requirement. Um, Wilf, what do you think about drivers uh, taking part in, in other series? You know, let's not forget... Robert was a fantastic top-line Grand Prix driver. He'd won a Grand Prix with BMW, was uh, racing for for, uh, the Renault Lotus team, uh, as it was at the time, and and had this really serious accident whilst he was out rallying, doing something that he didn't need to be doing. Yeah, I mean, I understand, uh, obviously, he got that sort of injury doing a different series, which has affected the whole F1 of his career but going into now testing in the world endurance I think puts him in a better position back onto the circuit racing yeah I mean it's going to be the first time he's had a serious um, test in a in a frontline um, circuit racing car for, for a number of years um, I think possibly even since the accident. I know he's tried getting in and out of a Formula One car, but I don't think he's actually uh, tested one from, from what I can remember. Um, so it's going to be quite interesting to to, uh, to see how uh, how that gets on. So he's going to be out testing the Bicoles team CLM AER P1 um, at a rookie test. Um, could we actually class Robert Kubitzer as a rookie? <laughs> really? No, you can't really call him a rookie, can you? It's it's massively unfair. The guy's uh, won uh, races at what's meant to be the uh, pinnacle of motorsport. I think that's massively harsh. But, but I suppose he has been out the uh, out the game for a bit, though, on the other side of the coin. But if you take into consideration, if you was to look at the fact of being a rookie coming into that sport first time round, yes, you are a rookie. You're not a fully-fledged racing driver in that series. You're, first, you're coming into that new. So, yes, you are a rookie. You can call him a rookie. He's not a rookie motorsport driver, but, but he is rookie to the uh, World Endurance Series. Now, there's, there's nothing at the moment to say that this test is going to lead to a, um, a drive or anything, but wouldn't it be great to see Robert back out there in a, in, in a front-line um in frontline racing, you know, at, at the pinnacle of of motorsport, you know, we've we've had this discussion previously about world endurance, um, and and how how competitive it is, what the technology is like. 
wouldn't it be great to see Robert back out there and uh, and and challenging for for podiums and maybe not with the Bicol's team winning races, but it could lead to something with with one of the other manufacturer teams. Yeah, I totally agree. To be honest, I mean, one of the things that Robert really had back in his heyday in Formula One was he could uh, put in laps like a metronome, which is exactly the talent you need really for world endurance. Actually, just being able to put in great laps, lap after lap after lap, it's not really just uh, you know that Formula One skill of that one special lap for qualifying or. Yeah, you know, uh, with Hamilton, it's uh, it's well known. He you know goes into hammer time, so to speak, and gets that little bit extra out of the car. All of a sudden, that's not what you need in world endurance. And I think he's got that special something that you need. Yeah, he's certainly a consistent driver, and you can just imagine him at Le Mans, you know, doing the uh, you know double stinting during the night, two three o'clock in the morning when everyone's getting tired, and just keeping the same consistent laps all the way through it was something um i know uh, the jaguar team always said that that was something that martin brundle was very good at put him in in the middle of the night he was consistent he would just put in the same lap time and time and time again um so i think uh, i think that would be interesting seeing robert at le mans I, I, i'd go for yeah. that yeah i mean not only that but you've got to consider within the le mans series that there's a lot more scope to to actually work with with his arm injury so it can be suited to his needs a lot easier than single-seater racing. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, Because of the closed cockpit format, um, the the uh, requirements for getting out of the car um, quickly aren't as, uh, aren't as arduous as they are in Formula One. Um, we've seen people with... Um, uh, with various disabilities racing world endurance over the last two or three years so yeah it would be it would be very interesting to see uh, to, to see him out there to see him uh, race as you say it's, it's easier for him to do that than, than any kind of single seater and he's been doing rallying let's not forget in, you know he's he's even though he had the, this horrific injury, he has been rallying over the last few years. It's not like the guy's just stopped doing anything. He, he's still been in competitive motorsport. Yeah, I mean, and he wasn't even putting in poor performances within the rally series either. No. I mean, he was very competitive and he was doing very well. Yeah, it, just a shame he wasn't picked up by any of the works, uh, any of the works teams. It would have been, would have been a different story again. Okay, so I think it's fair to say we're all looking forward to seeing what happens after this test and if Robert Kubica makes his way back. Thank you very much for listening and uh, we hope to catch you again soon.